0: Hello, coolers. This is Gabriel Quiroga here in the Spanish capital. Every Friday, we produce a Patreon only podcast called the Barca Talk Cafe. And here is a teaser of that. I am joined by one of our patrons, Mike Brochure, and we talked about various topics. In this sample, we are talking about La Masia. If you are interested in getting more exclusive content from Barca Talk, consider joining our Patreon group for only five dollars a month. Here's that sample. What, are you, as associate, and you see, you've been watching this team for so. Is there something now that Barcelona could implement or do to try to further nurture these players so we don't lose them because uh, Mike they're the cheapest and they know yeah. the system from youth you know and I just think you take a chance on them first before you try to go for these high-priced players
1: yeah so I think um, you know I still feel good about La Masia right I mean I think we we have a like honestly that's the competitive advantage of Barcelona right or for it, sure. it, it kind of has to be no, for sure right for sure and I think the like, so to me, the issue isn't, do we have the players coming through? It's the interface from La Masia to the first team. Mm-hmm. And honestly, we we haven't figured that out in, you know, 15 years, really. I mean, since like the Messi, you know, Busquets cadre Class, kind of came yeah. through. You know, you have Sergi Roberto. And I don't know if there are any other folks, really, who have come through and I mean, you'd say he's not even, like, the core central guy in the team. Um, sure. You know, I think part of it is when we, you know, when Xavi came through, I, I remember at the time there was a guy named, I think it was Gabry who was, like, a-, a left back or right back. And I remember thinking he had more potential than Xavi did. Right now, obviously, history has kind of completely changed the perspective on that. But I think we have I think there has become so much more pressure on the coaches to win games and to compete at the top level. And our ability to kind of like give folks consistent time um, to develop in the first team has really like has really stopped. Right. So, you know, I, I live in Philadelphia. Right. And one of the things with the 76ers, which is our basketball team, you know, when Sam Hinkie was our um, our GM, you know, he would say, you know, that the biggest asset that we have is minutes playing first team basketball. Sure. Right. And I think the part of the problem for Barca in the last 10 to 15 years is we haven't really had minutes for people. And I think, you know, part of that was coaching. Valverde was, you know. Terrible about it. You know, I mean, Setien gave, you know, Ricky uh, Pooj a little bit of time. Sure. Um, I think Coleman's got to like continue to, you know, give people consistent minutes in the first team. And they did it with Mariba last year. And, you know, I, I actually put his situation more on him than I put it on the club. I think, you know, I think Collado should. I mean, we should find ways to give him minutes this year. I mean, he he was the best player in the third division last year by yeah, yeah. a, a mile. Like we should give him a shot and see if he can make the same type of step up that Mengeza made. Um so you know, I, I, I think it's about giving people time consistently and we just haven't done that in the first team setup. I, I don't know, I mean not Curious what your
0: thoughts are. No, no, no. I, I agree. I mean, my, you know, one of my ideas was to have like five s- spots reserved for Masia players, you know, yeah. kind of like what they do for Athletic Bilbao, where only Basque players can do that because, like you said, our competitive advantage is La Masia. I mean, that's just, it's massively a huge advantage and we're not taking advantage of it enough, right. not directly on the field, but financially. The thing and the situation that we are right now is because we've been grasping at straws at free agents that don't match the DNA of Barca and paint right. over the, you know, for these for these players. And I just start to think of before that, you know, Paulinho that didn't really match. You know, we just go down the line, all these players. Right. Ardu Turan, for example, right? And to me, it's like why there has to be a better and a stronger mandate. Internally saying we need to promote these players because a they know what we're doing, you know, they know the system and everything, but more importantly, the cost effectiveness of it. You give them the chance, you expose them, you see what they can do. If they're not good enough, then you can sell them for some sort of value. Right. But at least you give them the chance because if they do turn out, like for example, Mingwesa was an emergency player, and it wasn't he wasn't discovered because of his extreme talent, it was because. He was an emergency defender that we absolutely needed last season. And then lo and behold, he held his own and all of a sudden he stayed up on the team. So those are things that we have to kind of look for, because one of the ways that we're going to get out of this financial hell is to really nurture the youth and bring them up to the senior team because they are the cheapest players. I mean, that is just the plain out simple truth about it. And like you said, with the 76ers thing, you know, with the process and all the stuff, it's going to the youth, getting the talent free. Right, that's that's the key, right? I mean, obviously, you lose games with what the 76ers did. I'm not saying that doesn't happen in in European football as much, but as we've seen, we continue to pro- produce these awesome, talented players. I mean, you think about like the other youth systems in the world, like you know, obviously, like Sunderland is one of them, and they barely produce one player every seven years, and we're producing two to three every season. It seems like so. Like you said, I think that's a like a major competitive advantage that we need to utilize, and that's going to get us out of this financial hell. And so that I know that's never going to happen with the mandate of the five youth players because you know we want to have the ability to sign free agents, but that would be my my immediate suggestion. Now let's finish off. We have one last question from Marcel.